Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Be Beautiful Adaptive Warrior. I'm your host, Angie User. Are you ready? Because it's that time once again to unleash the warrior within you. Let's get started. It is great to be back again, and I have to tell you, it's good to be back home. So last week, if you didn't catch last week's um, debacle of a podcast, I was in Park City, and I thought how great it would be. It was about 50 degrees out, and I thought, let's just do our podcast outside and on the fly. And I used my phone and um, was walking around so you could see outside. If you haven't seen it, take a look on my YouTube channel because it's on there and it's a great view, don't get me wrong. But I didn't even recognize that I had background music going the entire time and I didn't have time being with my family and on vacation to re-record it. So I threw it out there as raw as raw could be and uh, I apologize because actually the message that I wanted to put out there was a good message. I mean, I thought it was a good message and that was about managing our expectations. And I have learned one thing about myself and that is I am so easily distracted and I do much better being myself in my own little room here, door shut, no one watching me. When I was in Park City and trying to do that, there was no one really around me, near me, but I still felt like I was kind of whispering and kind of trying to just watch what was happening around me. And I realized that I do not multitask well or share my voice well outside with the world. So um, I was actually a little more gun shy about being loud out there and and not as clear. And then the music kind of won me over and uh, And actually, I got very distracted by the music and the people walking around. So I apologize if you saw last week's podcast. Please don't use that as the the norm for my podcast. That was an odd one. I've only done a couple outside of my home. Um, And... And normally they're pretty good, but that one was really, really distracting. But the managing expectations, I realized that after I finished talking about it, one, I I wasn't very clear, I don't think. Um, But, you know, I realized that I did a lot of talking about managing our expectations with our prosthetists, for those of us that are amputees. Um, And if you don't know me, I am an above knee amputee. I'm going on um, three years, actually in a couple weeks or in about a week. Um, I can't believe it's been three years. It feels like it was just last year, but um, it has been a a wild ride. So I talk a lot about um, amputee issues and managing ourselves and empowering people to take take care of themselves because no one else is going to do a better job than ourselves taking care of us. So um, when I was talking about managing expectations, I've been wanting to get my assistant prosthetist on with me, and I will, because I'd like to get his input on it. And he's been an amputee himself for over 20 years, I believe. And, you know, we started talking um, a few months ago when I was there, I was struggling with my fit because our sockets, our, our residual limbs change a lot throughout the first couple years of amputation 
And so I was there getting a new fitting, hopefully one of my last ones for a long time. I've been doing really well with this one and maintaining body weight and everything. But um, we were talking about that. And it's got to be a pretty hard job being a prosthetist because you're dealing with people that most people did not choose to lose their limb, like because of accidents, cancer, diabetes, things like that. I was one of the few I got. Um, I, mine was an elected one after many years of surgeries on my knee. But some people come in and they're really upset, ornery, um, angry at the world, angry at everything. They're also feeling mistreated and everything because a lot of insurance companies will really fight you on getting a prosthetic, believe it or not. It's not a very easy task to get. My leg itself is about a $60,000 leg and allows me to really live my life the way I'd like to live it now. And a lot of insurance companies will really make you go through a lot of hoops for it. And some people just don't have the energy or the power, especially after such a life changing, traumatizing um, procedure. So with that being said, being a prosthetist, you know, going in there, they deal with everything. And people seem to think that you get your leg cut off. And I've had people ask me, is life better? Well, for me, it is. But I'm not without problems. Um, you know, I I had a sore just on my, my end of my limb yesterday because of where my valve was screwed in. It actually made a nice huge quarter-sized or half-dollar-sized um, red rashy ring because I was I had pinched my skin in, in it when I put it on yesterday and didn't realize it till at the end of the day and having moved in it all day that I actually rubbed it raw. So, I mean, you know, we have our problems. We have nerve pains, we have phantom pains, phantom sensations, things like that. So, no, it's not perfect. And so one of the reasons I wanted to do managing expectations last week was because so many people go in thinking, well, my prosthesis should be able to fit me with something that's perfect. And then I should be on my way doing whatever I normally do and not even give it a thought that I'm an amputee. If that was that easy, then why wouldn't everybody want to do that and get rid of bad knees or hips or ankles or whatever. So, you know, that was the purpose of that. But I also realized that, you know, everyone needs to manage their expectations, no matter what walk of life you're in, and no matter what your medical issues might be. And your expectations when you go to physical therapy after you get a socket fitted, you got to manage that. So I feel like I'm going to circle the, the wagons again and get back to managing expectations, maybe after the first of the year. Um, once things in the holidays settle down, we're going to do some more traveling. Um, my boy will be home from college soon. And my other one gets off for break next week. I'm so excited. So life is going to get kind of crazy for the next couple weeks. And I will do my best to make sure I jump on and say hey and, and uh, talk about some issues that are pressing for people, especially during the holidays when so many people um, struggle anyways. And like for, for me, you know, uh, three years ago, I had no idea that the Christmas before was going to be my last Christmas with two legs. And I know that sounds really weird because what's the big deal? Because, you know, you don't think about your leg being important during the holidays. But when you realize that when you choose to lose a limb, um, you really do go through the grieving process as if somebody had died. And, um, 
you know, holidays can be hard as it is, um, you know, spent another holiday without my mom last year, but had my, or three years ago, but had my dad in, my mom passed away uh, the same year I lost my limb. And uh, she was, she passed away at the beginning of the year and I lost my limb right before Christmas. So my dad came in for the first Christmas without my mom and watching his daughter go through what, what I went through. I think he wanted to be there mostly for me to make sure that I wasn't fibbing on the phone saying that I was fine. And uh, I think it, it did him good to see that I actually was fine with it. But um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird when you think of how the holidays can affect people different ways and, and everything. But I thought this week, you know, I, I tend to make my podcasts more about things that maybe I'm going through because then it's more relevant. I'm, that's the kind of writer I am too. I have a hard time when someone says, hey, write this. I, I stumble. But when I'm passionate about something, it's really easy for me to speak about it, talk about it, write about it, um, live it. And so I thought this week I would talk about um, creating routines and positive um, habits. Because um, right now I find myself in a major lull and I hate this. So I thought I would be like my, my typical self. I like to be transparent and I like to be, um, I li- like you to know that how life actually is. I'm not always out and going and doing Yes, I'm always moving. I can't sit still at all. Like for me to sit here and do this for 30 minutes drives me nuts. Uh, my watch must know me that well enough because I can sit for a couple minutes and it'll be like, hey, it's time for you to get moving again. Nothing like having a watch that makes you feel bad about yourself. But, um, you know, I just, I wanted people to realize that, you know, like our, our mountains, mountaintops and our valleys that we go through, and you know the good times with the bad times we also go through active times and more sedentary times the problem is is sometimes when a sedentary time comes it's really really hard to get back to the active so i am there (laughs) i have i was pushing myself so hard from like just before the pandemic well actually three years ago when i lost my leg um i really haven't stopped but then the pandemic hit And that year I decided that I was going to actually get into the best shape of my life and I was going to lose the weight and I was going to get myself down to where I want to be so that my socket would be the right size to kind of um, keep me in that place. Um, Let me explain. Think of uh, your socket for your your limb as um, a solid corset. I lost like 55 pounds in the last couple years. And um, when I get my socket, my very first socket is like huge. Like I was, it was embarrassing actually. Cause you're like, really? Is that what my leg looks like hollowed out? You know, you don't see yourself that way. Now my socket is really, really thin and tiny. And uh, for me, and, and, and it's amazing. But if I gain any weight, I'm not going to fit in this socket. So it is a must for me to maintain my weight, which is kind of frightening, especially at my age, as I'm getting older, I have to maintain this weight. And, you know, everybody knows as you get older, if you let yourself go or you 
you know, knee problems and, and joint issues, people tend to slow down. And then for women, our metabolism changes totally. And we really, that just stops burning um, if we don't eat right or exercise and we can gain weight, um, you know. And so um, I wanted, my goal was to get to a weight that I could feel good about myself and then get that socket fitted for that and then tell myself, well, you've got to fit in it. There's no going up. Yes, I do have my old socket, so if I do gain weight, but that's not the point. <laughs> the point is to stay healthy and stay in the weight range that I feel healthy in and good in and feel good about myself. But with that being said, I had worked so hard for several years there and then I don't know what it was. I think it was the move, really. For me, moving to this house this summer, um, all the unpacking, packing and unpacking and the up and down, I really, for those of you that maybe listened to one of my podcasts from a couple months ago, I guess, I was in pain. Like my good hip took and my good knee took so much beating from leaning over and getting stuff out of boxes because my my prosthetic really doesn't lend itself to lowering and rising like a normal knee does. So I'd put all my weight on my good leg and bend over using that hip. And there were times where after the first couple of weeks of unpacking, I would lay in bed and my hip would be throbbing. And I thought, oh, this is not good. So after all that unpacking and finally settling into our house, I like gave up everything. Like I tried to go walking, but it was summertime here in Arizona. And, you know, if you don't get out first thing in the morning for 90 degree weather, you're walking in 105, 110 degree weather. And that's not fun. And I can't take my dog and my dog goes with me and that's not good for her paws. So needless to say, it was like one excuse after another. And I kind of just lost my, my mojo. I, I, for the longest time, I would literally work out right before bed in our old home. I had a routine and you guys probably know this. If you get a routine, it's really great because it's hard to then give up on a routine, especially a positive routine. For me, as weird as it seems, I would shower because I would have to take my leg off. I'd shower. I'd get into my pajamas, but then I would actually do push-ups and sit-ups and I would do, you know, um, my one-legged squats on my BOSU ball and everything. And that was enough to keep my fires burning through the night. My metabolism would kick up and it was awesome. But I was able to do that right next to my bed while I was watching TV. So it kind of kept me moving and thinking and doing. And now in my new home, all of my workout equipment is in this room over here. Nothing is in my bedroom, which is on the other side of the house where my shower would be. So, you know, I it, it's as simple as it seems, taking a shower and getting my pajamas on in my bedroom, I don't want to take my crutches and come all the way back over here. I don't have a TV in here. I can play music and that's not a bad thing. But it's just literally that simple of a change Everything is still here. I have all the same equipment. It's just the location is different. And now all of a sudden, my routine is different. Therefore, I let my routine go. I created the bad habit of going, well, I'll just do it tomorrow. 
And then tomorrow I'm like, well, if I do this in the morning, then I do this in the afternoon and then I make dinner and then I clean up while I'm tired. Okay, I'm going to get a shower. You know, I'm just going to go to bed. I'll do it tomorrow. And then I'm like, I've gotten into this bad routine of putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And I bet many of you are the same way. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I have not been doing what I want to do. Every day I tell myself tomorrow we're going to start and I haven't. So today I thought, okay, this is what I need to do. I'm going to hold myself accountable. I'm putting it out there to you so that you can hold me accountable. And maybe I can help you be accountable as well. And I plan to get started today. I want to make sure that I'm doing even the bare minimum. Like I do have a gym membership. I just would rather be at home. You know, I'd rather do it from my own house versus have to pack up everything and go. And if, you know, my leg's not fitting right or whatever. And a lot of the things I like to do, I actually like to do them without my leg on. I know that seems really weird, but my leg gets in my way. Um, I can do push-ups with my leg. I can do sit-ups with my leg on, but I like the challenge and, and it's for me, it's all exercise. Getting on the ground and getting up from the ground with one leg is part of the exercise. It is part of my core workout. When I do, when I pick up my um, dumbbells to do um, curls or for my triceps or shoulders, I know it would be easier with a leg on, but I love the challenge of having to balance while I do three sets of 15 for bicep curls. And I do that without my leg on. And not only am I working my upper body, but my mind is also traveling to my core and my balance. So my balance has always been spot on. I have really good balance, which helps me with skiing, with one ski. Um, and with a lot of other activities, like I can stand in my shower now. I don't really sit in my shower anymore. Um, I stand in the shower while well, I don't have a leg on. So I stand in my shower. The only time it's really hard is when I shampoo my hair. Because if I close my eyes, as you know, I mean, try standing on one leg and close your eyes. You lose your balance, like you lose your focus. So that's the only time when I actually have to put my elbow against the wall and scrub my hair. Um which is always an interesting thing. And then once my eyes are rinsed out and everything, then I can, I can stand again without leaning. But, you know, I think that um, balance is really key. I feel very much more in control of myself. And that balance helps me when I'm out hiking. Even though I do have two legs on, there are so many times that I'm hiking where my good leg even hits a rock and I can't put my prosthetic down so I actually jump a couple times on my good leg to catch my balance and my husband I think I've given him a heart attack a million times now and I'm sure all the gray hairs he has now is because of me but I you know I do the whole gasping when I I trip but you know I rarely do fall um I think I've fallen three times ever hiking in the last three years and I do some pretty aggressive hikes and we have a lot of rocks here so most of the train is not very simple to um, go across. So when I work out, I do like being without my one leg. Now, I do, um, I do my BOSU, BOSU ball upside down. So it's uh, rounded side down, flat side up. And I take my sock off and I will do single leg squats and then hold a deep squat for several reps. Um, 
with one leg. If I do seem to have my leg on and I decide to do that, and I have, I do have a video out, and I think I put it on my YouTube channel, of me um, holding my prosthetic up because I can't really squat well with my prosthetic and definitely not on the BOSU ball. So I center my foot on the BOSU ball and I hold the toe of my prosthetic and I go down kind of like a pistol squat, um, except it's kind of cheating because... I'm holding my leg up because my prosthetic would just fall down, like bend at the knee. So it would get in the way. So I hold the toe so it's out of my way. Anyways, all that to say that routines are really important to um, your success. If you really want to find success and jumpstart your um, healthy lifestyle, you've just got to do it. And I would say... Um, if you're like me, I would say figure out a, a, a schedule. Um, I'm not a schedule person, but I think that's where I'm at right now. I think I really need to say, I am going to do this at four o'clock today. Or maybe when my son wakes up in the morning, he goes off to school. I just come straight into my room. Now, like I said, I'd prefer to work out without my leg on. So for me, I I have started to put my leg on as soon as I get up in the morning because I have found that my leg is, um, the fluids kind of come down because of gravity and kind of swell my leg. So literally I get up at 6.15 in the morning and I put my leg right on and it doesn't come off until about 10 or 11 at night. So it doesn't really lend itself well to the patterns that I had working out without my leg on. So for me... I would have to tell myself that every night I'm going to come into my room after I take my leg off to do my workout. And I have to stick to that. If I can stick to that for like a good week, I'm going to start a good pattern. Now it takes a couple weeks to actually develop a habit, a good habit. Um, if you can get into four weeks of doing something at a certain time and a certain routine, you're probably going to have it solid. Then you won't want to let yourself down. I'm the kind of person that I push myself because I don't want to let myself down. And when I do the workouts, it's kind of like a, my own drug. Like it really makes me feel great about myself. So there is, for me, there's nothing better than working out at night and then I go to bed laying down like I've earned the right to lay down. I've done the work. I, you know, all day I was a mom, a wife. I was cleaning the house. I was doing the laundry. I was doing the dishes. At night, that's my time. When I go to bed, I can feel great about everything that I accomplished and I ended on a high note for myself. We cannot forget about ourselves. We need to take care of ourselves if we want to take care of other people, right? And I've said that too about people that might be watching this. If you're a support person for someone who's struggling medically or emotionally or physically, whatever, you need to take care of yourself. You need to find even, and I will tell you, I haven't done massive workouts. I'm not trying to build that kind of body where I need to um, work out several hours a day. I find that even at night, if I can do push-ups and sit-ups and I can do the squats and I can do some shoulder and some dumbbell curls from biceps and do some triceps, I can do that in 30 minutes 
and I feel awesome. And actually, when people said, you know, I I'd said something to somebody before, I said, you know, I hate cardio. One, me walking with my prosthetic around the neighborhood, walking to me is boring. So I like to hike. During the summer, hiking is not really a fun thing in Arizona. Um, it's a little bit warm. And so I don't do a lot of cardio. And running right now is still not my best friend. Um, my running blade and I are still trying to figure that out. And so I'll let you know how that's going. But right now, it's it's not an option for me. Like I just haven't, I got to get myself on the regular bandwagon before I jump into something more aggressive like my, my running um, and working on running. But I said I don't like cardio, but the way my body works is just those little bits of things help me shed weight even during this you know, pre-menopausal area that I'm in, which totally stinks, but that's where I'm at. And I have found that just doing those little bit of workouts has kicked my metabolism up. And I'm also watching what I eat. Um, when I want a snack and I have a sweet tooth and a salty tooth, I like, I, I love my sweets and I love my salt. So chips and salsa are my, my guilty pleasure but God forbid I bake, which I like I did yesterday. I made scones. I try not to eat much of those, but I do love them. Um, I try to stay away from things like that as much as possible. And I eat smaller meals. So I've been eating at home more. Um, we used to eat out a lot. I felt like there was a time we were eating out a ton. But now I eat a lot of like grapefruit. I love grapefruit. Um, I've learned to love it. Um, sometimes if you get a bad grapefruit, it's sour and I don't, I don't add sugar to mine. I love getting the grapefruit that's in the big jug of the ruby red grapefruit, no sugar added. And that helps if I'm really, really hungry, I try to drink water or I go to my grapefruit first before I try anything else. And if I give myself a few minutes to digest and think about it, then I don't want anything else. So that has been a key to success for me. And, um, and then just doing those, just those light exercises. So, you know, if I can just get that routine going, then I know that I'm going to feel a lot better about myself. And when I feel better about myself, I'm a happier person and I'm a better person to be around. And my kids want to be around me. My husband wants to be around me. And, um, you know, just, I feel like there's more time and I have more energy to do the things that I really want to do. So, you know, I like to always end with a call to action. And this call to action is special because this call to action, I am, I'm calling myself out as well. And actually going to make myself do this. Everything else on my call to actions that I have talked to you guys about at the end of my podcasts, I have actually done in the past, but I don't necessarily didn't really necessarily need to do them at that moment when I was telling you about them, but I was bringing up past things I have done to help me create better habits, being more empowered, being more powerful, being more positive, whatever, whatever the call to action was to purpose was. But this one I'm going to do. And I think the first thing that needs to be done for a call to action to get a positive um, habit going, a healthy positive habit going and I'm bringing this up now because if you're like me, you are now in the holiday time. We started with Thanksgiving, right? And now all of a sudden we're eating more. 
We're eating out more because we're out shopping. We're meeting up friends. We're having coffees out. We're having dinners out. We're having lunches out. We're making baked goods. We're receiving a ton of baked goods. And if you're working, you know, when I was working, I was a teacher and it seemed like during the holidays, everyone brought in goodies to the teacher lounge. Well, I know that my husband comes home from work and he'll say that there's stuff in their kitchen and you know, it's never good for you food, right? It's always quick stuff, cookies and cakes and pies and candy, candy, candy. Um, I'm a, I'm a guilty person for that. I love all the, like the Hershey kisses they have out now for the holidays and the dove chocolates and, and I don't do a lot of chocolate, but every once in a while it tastes good. And so I'm bringing this up now because I think instead of waiting for that, I hate New Year's resolution time because New Year's resolution time is another time to just say, oh, I'm going to try to turn over a new leaf. And then after a couple of weeks go, you know what? That was sweet on January 1st, 2nd and 3rd, but I'm done. So you know what? Let's get a positive, healthy pattern going now through the hardest time of the year. And then when January comes, you're already going to be there. Don't be the person that joins a gym January 1st and quits by January 30th. Um, that drives me nuts. Um, we used, I used to go to a, a lifetime fitness and, you know, we'd be going all year and January would be just slammed. And then you just had to buy your time. Sometimes I would just stop going because I was waiting for all those people that were going to just tank on their new year's resolution and just wait, you know, by mid February, they're all gone. You're back to your normal crowd. So don't be that person. Start now. Start when it's hard because that will be the biggest challenge. Imagine instead of January coming and you going, gosh, I've got to lose the weight I law, uh, I gained during the holidays. You can say, you know what? I'm starting now so I don't get out of control. So that is my goal because I know that I'm going to be traveling to see my family. And when we go back to Chicago, we tend to eat like we eat our way through Chicago because of all the good pizza and food there. So first thing I would say is start your positive habits now. Don't wait. And you're not going to miss out. I'm not telling you and I will never, ever tell you that it's a good thing to just cut things out. I know I'm going to have cookies. I know I'm going to have candy. I know that I'm going to eat cheese and crackers. I'm going to have my chips and salsa. You know, I'm all about living my life. I'm not going to make myself not um, enjoy life and sit there and eat, you know, Melba toast or something with nothing on it while everybody else is enjoying shrimp cocktail and everything. But moderation, right? So first thing, start now. Don't wait. Start now. You know, you've got some time before all the big parties start. Um, although maybe, I don't know, maybe this weekend you're starting to see some of your parties. I, I forget we're already almost mid-December. This is just crazy to me. Um, and then tell yourself that every night you're going to do something. If you have no equipment at home, none at all, no bands, no dumbbells, nothing, you can still feel good about yourself. If you can start doing some push-ups, and some sit-ups, um, some V-sits. Look up different types of ways to work on your core strength. Core strength will help your back because um, you need your core to support your back. As I sit here slouched over. Um, and so if you can just work on, you know, push-ups are going to help you with core. 
and they're going to help shoulder strength. And then you can also work on planks and there's different types of planks. And you can start with simple push-ups, you know, if you have to do it on your knees or whatever. And then you can upgrade. You can put your feet up higher and do um, decline push-ups. Um, you can start simpler and go against the wall and just do um, incline push-ups so that you can start higher and not have all your body weight on your shoulders. There's so many different ways to do it. But start with just that, even if you're doing that. And even the, the old school things, I still do where I, I do my inner thigh and my outer thigh. You know, I'll be standing and I'll lift my leg up to the side and do outer thigh to work on my butt and my, my hips. And I'll lay on the ground and I will pick my leg up, up underneath my other leg and do leg raises so my adductors on the inside of my thigh are getting a workout. Just simple things like that will be huge. Bridges, bridges against putting your feet against the wall and bridging up will help your butt. So there's all sorts of things you can do. No excuses. You can do things without having equipment or a gym membership. And I need to get on and I will be working this next year on making some videos so you can see some of these very simple exercises to start. But, you know, some of those things you can do starting now. Give yourself a date. Tell yourself right now that every day and pick a time. When's the best time for you to work out? Pick a time and stick to it not a time that's going to be variable. Like you, if you work, you're not going to be able to do anything middle of the day, but maybe you're a morning person. I am not, but maybe you're a morning person and you want to get up at, you know, whatever and, and do just give yourself 30 minutes to do something for yourself. It'll help you get through your day or it'll help you wrap up your day. If you're a night, night owl, I'm a night owl. So I like doing that stuff at night. Um, I have learned that um, I can actually work out and go to bed. Uh, some people, my son included, can work out at night and then he is just jacked for several hours after working out. But there's a difference. College student, they're night owls anyways, and he actually is working out, working out, like getting to a gym and lifting heavy equipment. And so he is, he's powering through a couple hour workout. And so that will really kind of change his um, energy level for the rest of the evening. So pick a time and tell yourself, this is the minimum I'm going to do. I'm going to, and just start small. Literally, I started small. I started with just sit-ups and push-ups. And then I realized that those, and then the squats, those things right there made a huge difference in my physique. And then I started actually taking pictures of myself to see the changes I was seeing month after month through the pandemic. And I'm looking back on those pictures now and I'm like, oh, Ange, you need to get going because you don't look as clean as you did back then, which is so sad. So that's that stems me too when I go back through my pictures on my phone and go, oh my gosh, look at how good I've, I've looked and felt then. You need to get there. And and you didn't have to do much to get there. Just every night committing to push-ups, sit-ups, squats. You could do wall squats, you know, put your back against the wall and time yourself. How long can you hold a squat? At first, when I started doing the BOSU ball ones, the single leg ones, I could barely get up to 10 without the ball shaking like this and my leg 
quaking and me trying to hold um, my balance and my leg would be screaming. Now I can do 30 and I can hold the 30th one into a deeper squat and hold it for a little bit. It is dangerous because I have a hard time getting off the ball without hurting myself with one leg, but I'm usually right next to a wall or something I can hold on to so that I can get off safely. And I usually have my crutches nearby. So pick a time of day that you can um, do some workouts. You only need probably about 30 minutes to start. If you can start with just doing 20 to 30 minutes a day, you're going to see a change. Then decide what types of things you, you're, you can do and what you're willing to do. And start noticing how many you can do. Push-ups, I started and I could barely do 10. Now I do 30 to 50 at one time, not in sets of 10 or 20, but I can do 30 to 50 straight through. And, and that's just saying, and I want you to know that I started small. It, people don't just start doing something and they, they're good at it. And that's why I started talking the way I do. And I'm trying to be as transparent because people only see on social media and stuff people showing their best self. No one wants to show anybody failing. Like that that's against our human nature to show somebody something that isn't natural or isn't good. Um we always want to show ourselves having mastered something. But I will tell you that the first time I did it, I had to kick my butt to get to 10 push-ups. And now I can put out 30, no problem. And then the other day when I was with my prosthetist, I was so frustrated by something that I said, guys, let's do some push-ups. So they, the two of them sat with me and we all did push-ups and they pushed me to keep going because I'm so competitive. I didn't want to, you know, girl out on it, so to speak. And I ended up doing 50 with them and they couldn't believe that I could do 50. And, and when I do mine, I do them. I don't do girl push-ups. I don't put them on my knees. I'm like... I straight out. So when I first started, I said, this is how I'm going to do them. If I can only do 10 right now, I can only do 10. Then the next time I tried doing it, if I could do 10 only, that's great. But then I tried to do 11. And when I did 11, I was like, oh my gosh, I did 11. Now can I do 12? And I just, that's how I just progressed, right? That's how I progressed with the um, BOSU ball um, squats. So pick a time of day, pick how long, 20 to 30 minutes, and then pick the exercises that you really want to do. If you are frustrated by your core strength and your back's been hurting you, start working on planks, start doing some types of sit-ups, and even push-ups do help tighten your core. You got to make sure with push-ups that you're flat, you're not, you don't have your butt in the air. So be thinking about all those things as you are creating your habit, and then tell yourself no matter what, you must do that that time every day. No matter what, you have to make time for yourself. You are important enough to take time for yourself. Not only will you feel better about the way you look, you're going to feel better internally because you're going to love the changes that you're seeing and it'll just give you that that positive reinforcement that you did something good for yourself that day. Even if you do nothing else, if you gave yourself 20 to 30 minutes, you did something for yourself that you should be proud of. And so I want you to feel proud of yourself. And you can do that during the holidays. And you will find that the more you start doing that routine, the longer the routine will be because you'll go, oh, you know what? I have like 10 pound dumbbells. Maybe I can do some, you know, 
curls or something or a different type of push-up where you know I'm holding onto the barbells and I'm picking up one at a time while I'm in push-up mode and you'll start broadening that's what happened with me I just started with push-ups and sit-ups and then I saw the BOSU ball and then I added in the squats and then I'm like well I do have my dumbbells I should get those out and then I started doing that then I found my exercise bands and I started doing um, where I would hold my exercise band and I would do um, triceps that way by holding the band behind my back and doing triceps that way you know and you just start getting kind of creative and the more I did that then the more I wanted to eat better because I was seeing the benefits that the exercise was giving me and I didn't want to ruin that by you know eating pizza and junk and garbage all day long so then I started eating better and it just kind of created a cycle and then it just became a point where if I'm going to put this in my mouth then I need to do this much more later when I work out um, I'm all about uh, calorie deficit, so I keep track on an app on my phone everything I eat throughout the day, and it has you know basic calorie content, fat content, protein content, and you can you can get a premium version and it'll give you everything else. You can put in how much water you're taking in, and you'd be very surprised if you force yourself to drink water. Um, even if you just guzzle a, a cup of water before your meals, you're going to eat less. Um, I never believed that. And I always was like, well, I don't want to do that. I want to eat. But it actually felt much better. My skin felt better. Everything was just working better. And our body works better when we are um, we have the right amount of hydration in it. It doesn't have to be 110 degrees here in Arizona for me to say, I need to drink water. Um, you can dehydrate it in any temperature in any place um, you're at. So think about things like that, the little tiny habits that you can change. Drink a full cup of water, a glass of water before each meal, and you'll see that you're eating smaller portions of whatever you want to eat. So you're going to go to a party, like I have a party tonight. I'm going to make sure I hydrate massively before I go so that I'm not tempted to just snack on everything at the party. But I will still have some stuff, but it'll be more moderated because I've, I've drank some. So the call to action, just get into a good habit. Start today. Start tonight. Start with me tonight. I'm going to start working out every night. I'm going to see how it makes me feel so that next week when I get on here and talk to you... Um, we can kind of compare some notes and I can see how you're doing and you can see how I'm doing. And um, we can talk about how um, those changes may have made a difference in a week that you've been doing them. So get on a routine, positive routine, drinking water, exercising 20 to 30 minutes every day, pick a time and force yourself to do that every day at that same time or around that same time. For me, it's just at bedtime. So my bedtime might be tonight. I am so exhausted and it's nine o'clock. I'm showering and getting myself ready. And then there might be other times where I'm like right now making Christmas cards. I might be up till midnight and I will force myself before I go to bed to make sure I do at least push-ups, sit-ups and squats. At bare minimum, that is what I will do. Push-ups, sit-ups, squats every day. And because I don't like flabby women arms I'm going to try to do my my bicep curls and my triceps I have um I actually have a um a Bowflex machine right here in my room 
And so you'd think I would use it for a bunch of other things, but I, I don't. I love using it for my triceps. Um, and so that's that's kind of where I will use that for right now. But anyways, I hope you are having a great week. I hope that you have a bunch of family and friends that you're surrounding yourself with this holiday season. It's a, a hard time of year for a lot of people. I know that for some of us, it's a, a great time of year. It means family and friends and, and fellowship with people. But for some people I know, it is a sad time. They've lost somebody recently or just, you know, they know that the holidays aren't the same because people aren't around them that used to be around them. And just remember to smile and be a light in someone's life because you never know what someone else is going through. Um, just because you might be out running around buying presents for other people, there might be people that just don't have the money to do that or people around them that they love that they can buy things for. So be kind, be a light in this world. And um, as always, be healthy, be happy, be you.